0: Yeah. Welcome to the Compass Podcast, featuring Chris Shandro and the Compass team. We hope this message is just for you. What do you think of my ugly Christmas sweater? Is it good? Yeah. Okay, that's... Uh, okay, first service won that one. Um, so here's, here's what's kind of interesting, is that I didn't know this, but I got these little spots on my sweater. If you touch them, they light up. Number, I was reluctant to tell anybody in service because inappropriate touching to my chest is not okay. Okay. So just know that I've told you those are my boundaries. Okay. Just don't, yeah, this is off limits except for my wife. She can do this all she wants. Anyway, wow, this is derailed really bad. Let me tell you about how I, I got my ugly Christmas sweater, and maybe you guys had kind of the same experience, but when I found out that A Very Compass Christmas, the theme was ugly Christmas sweater, and that I was stuck with that, that that's what I had to do, and I had to wear one of these. I, like, I started to think through, okay, what kind of ugly Christmas sweater do I wanna wear? So at first I was just like, I'll just go to Target and I'll go pick one out. So I went to the rack and I'm flipping through the ugly sweaters and I was like, eh, I don't know, I'm not sure. I'm like Terry, what do you think? Uh, and she's like, I like it. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And and then like, does this fit me? I don't know. And I I just couldn't decide. So then we went to Kohl's. Kohl's has a ton of ugly Christmas sweaters. I'm going through those. I'm like, well, that one's kind of cool. I'm just not sure. But maybe the one there is better. I, there's I don't know. And I still like we spent a couple hours shopping for ugly Christmas sweaters at this point. I Couldn't find anything. So I went home and I got on the internet. And no joke, I spent at least two or three hours searching the internet for ugly Christmas sweaters to just find the perfect one to buy and to wear this morning as I stand in front of you. Now, ultimately I landed on this one, uh, but I I mean, I went through everything. I was looking at like, I had one that I really liked. It was Santa Claus, you know, in like a a break dancer pose with sunglasses and it said, ho, ho, ho. And my wife was like, you're not gonna wear a sweater that has ho on it up in front of people while you're talking. And I was like, okay, you're the appropriate one. I'll trust your judgment. Uh, And so uh, I I almost got a New England Patriots Christmas sweater that was pretty dope. I liked it. bunch of Scrooges up in here. It's Christmas. Wow. But I didn't because I didn't want to get booed today. Thank you. (laughs) But here's the thing is that like, I knew I was stuck with an ugly Christmas sweater. I knew it was going to be ugly, and I knew I had to do it. But I still somehow spent hours trying to find the best ugly Christmas sweater, because even though it was ugly, I still wanted to look cool in it. Like, even though I knew it was going to be ugly, and that everyone would objectively say this is an ugly sweater, I still wanted to look good in it. And so I I think we do this just, it's not just sweaters, we do this in life, right? We got this ugly stuff sometimes in our lives that happens, or things that have happened to us, or ugly circumstances, ugly relationships, and what do we do? We try to do everything we can to make our ugly circumstances, our ugly situations, our ugly hurts, our ugly pains, we do everything we can to make them look good, or at least to try to make them look intentional, so that we can stand up in front of people and be like, you know what, I meant to wear this. And it's funny, like, ugly Christmas sweaters, like, nowadays, they're all, like, funny or ironic. And as if we're, like, you know, like, we're the guy at the party who, like, I know I'm an ugly dude, but maybe if I'm funny, the chicks will still dig me. That's, that's, and we do that with our lives, too. It's like the ugly circumstances of our lives. We'll joke about it or we'll try to play it off like it's, it's all good. It's on purpose. And that's why, that's why we say things like, you know, I know that man, that happened to me and it stunk, or I did this and it was terrible and I made a lot of mistakes. And we'll say, we'll say stuff like, but you know what? I wouldn't change anything because it got me to where I am right now. And if I, if I changed anything, I wouldn't be where I am right now. But the reality is, is that you would never tell your kids to make the same mistakes you made. But we're just trying to take this ugly sweater of our circumstances, the ugly sweater of our mistakes, the ugly sweater, of maybe what other people have done to us. And we're just trying to Feel good about it somehow, just make it look better or to be better. But at the end of the day, it's still just kind of ugly. Well, today I have really good news for you. If you have any sort of ugly sweater life circumstances happening or have happened to you, and that is this, God loves ugly things. He loves them. God loves ugly things. And I've got some proof, okay? I'm going to show you a picture of something that God made, okay? God made this. God was like, you know what I want to make? That. It's called a blobfish. That's real. And I I literally told the guys, I was like, don't keep it up on the screen too long because it's just, uh, it's that gross, you know. Uh, So bring it down, please. Oh, gosh. God made, God loves ugly things. He loves our ugly circumstances. He loves stepping into our ugly situations, our ugly hurts and our ugly pains. And you know how I know that? Because God sent Jesus in the ugliest of ways. Now think about this, when, when God sent Jesus into the world, we know the story of Jesus's birth. God could have sent Jesus down, at, you know, like riding on the back of a flying unicorn with, you know, a sunbeam and sparkly twinkles behind him, you know, showering glitter on people going, I am Jesus. That, that's how God could have done it. And it would have been beautiful, he would have looked like Chris Hemsworth with flowing hair behind him. Yeah, and, and the ladies are like, I like that Jesus. God could have done that. He could have sent Jesus in the most beautiful and stunning way possible. But God sent Jesus in a pretty ugly way. I mean, Mary was a virgin, and she got pregnant. She wasn't married. And so here's this teenage girl, and now she's pregnant outside of wedlock. And back in in the Jewish culture back then, that was a huge deal. If you were pregnant outside of marriage, you were basically ostracized. You were cut off from society in that ancient Jewish culture because you had sinned against God. You had broken the rules, and as a sinner, you could not be part of, of the everyday culture. Joseph, who, still, who believed that this was God's child and agreed that he was gonna stay with Mary and that he was gonna, he was gonna marry her, everyone was like, sure, Joseph, that's God's child. hmm keep telling yourself that. And so Joseph and Mary are both just kinda pushed to the side because they were sinners, they, they didn't belong. It was ugly. Why did God have to do that? Why couldn't God have sent them to a, a loving home of, of Jewish rabbis who were religious leaders and respected? But God sent them and sent Jesus ugly. Think about this, when Jesus was born, right? Jesus was born in Bethlehem because Mary and Joseph were called to a census. And so Joseph took his family, or took Mary, pregnant, to Bethlehem from Nazareth. Bethlehem was Joseph's ancestral hometown, so we know that there were people who lived in Bethlehem who were related to Joseph. And yet because of this supposed sin in, in Mary and Joseph's lives, we know that they couldn't find anyone who would take them in. Believing there's, they have ancestor, ancestry and family there, no one would take them in. And so where do they end up? They ended up in a barn. Ugly. Re- I mean, really ugly. Think about this. The barn was full of animals. What do animals make? Poop. That was there were some people who were really excited to yell that. Good, well, well done, Christina. Watch that one. She's a keeper. <laughs> they do. Animals make poop. And I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, I have no medical training whatsoever. I'm pretty confident that if you asked someone with medical training, they would tell you that if you're gonna give birth to a child, you probably shouldn't do it in the vicinity of animal poop. I don't, you know, just don't bring it in. It's just not sanitary. Don't do it. It was ugly. And not only did Jesus, not only did Jesus come to us in circumstances that were ugly, as if, as if God was just trying to say, check this out, I'm not afraid of ugly stuff. I'm not afraid of these messes. Look at what the prophet Isaiah said about Jesus. Now, Isaiah was, was writing this hundreds of years before Jesus was born, but he was prophesying, writing about who Jesus was gonna be and what was gonna happen. And look at what Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 2. He says this: He says about Jesus. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. Now, I'm just going to put this in layman's terms. Let's step outside of like the, you know, thus saith the Lord, the word of God says. Let's just, let's just approach this like human beings who read words and apply language meaning to them. Like, it sounds to me like Isaiah is saying that Jesus was ugly. <laughs> like, right? Is it, he wasn't good looking. There was nothing about this guy that would make people look at him and go, he's special. We need to be attracted to him. Now, I don't know if Jesus was ugly or not, I don't don't know, but I am saying this, is that God sent Jesus in a way that was completely unassuming, completely unattractive, and that anybody looking from the outside would say, well, that's not how the Savior of the world would come into the world. But God wanted us to know. It wasn't even just the message that Jesus had to give to us, that God loves us and God wants a relationship with us. It wasn't just the message that God wanted us to know by the method, by the way that Jesus came to us, that he's not afraid of our ugly sweater lives. That he's not afraid of our messes. God loves your ugly circumstances because you're in it. God loves you in your ugly situations. He loves you in your ugly relationships. He loves you in your ugly hurts and your ugly pains. He loves you in the ugly things that, that other people have done to you. And he loves you in the ugly things that you've done to yourself, or that you've maybe done to others. God's not afraid of any of those things. And the best part is not that God embraces us in our ugliness and then just says, you know, go try to be funny, okay, so that chicks dig you, you know. He says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. He says that, that those who are in Christ, people who are in a new relationship with Jesus, that they become a new person. That those of us who are in Christ, anyone who belongs to him, that we become a new person. The old life, the ugly life, the mess, the old hurts, the old pains, the old yuck, they're gone. And he replaces it with a new life, a new life in him, a new life of love and of hope and of purpose and of meaning. The new Testament tells us this, that when we come to Christ, um, that it's, like, it's like taking off an old set of clothes and putting on a new set of clothes. We take off our old ugly sweater of, of life and we put on this new Jesus sweater that's like, it doesn't even have to be ironically funny with little lights. People are like, oh my gosh, that sweater is awesome. It's like the sweaters that you go into at like the expensive stores of the mall. And you're like, this sweater is $5,000. Who would pay $5,000? And Jesus is like, I don't care here. He's got a new life for you. So it doesn't matter what your circumstances and situations are. It doesn't matter how ugly they are. It doesn't matter how ugly you feel about yourself or your history or your mistakes or your pain. God is ready to step in to the ugly and make it beautiful, to make it new and to make you new. You don't have to live with an ugly sweater life anymore because God has something new for you. And that's the reason Jesus came And it's the reason God sent Jesus the way he did so that we could know there's nothing that we could do, there's nothing that we could say, there's nothing that we could ever have done or will do in the future that would keep him from loving us and being willing to step into your life and love you and change you and to lift you up to give you hope and a future. That's the type of love that Jesus has for you. Father, I thank you so much the message of your love and I thank you I thank you God that honestly you stepped into my life and the uglies of my life and I thank you God that that you were willing to see past those things and invite me into this new relationship with you and in that God you made me different you made me new you made me better God you, you transformed me And God, I don't just have to try and make the ugly circumstances in my life try to look good anymore. God, but I can step completely out of those things into my new life in you. And I'm so grateful that that's available to me. And it's available, that love is available to every single person in this room today. And so God, I pray for anyone who's living in ugly circumstances, an ugly relationship, and who's carrying ugly hurt and ugly pain from their past anyone who's carrying ugly fear for their future, believing, God, that there's nothing for them ahead except more of the same. I pray that today you would help us to strip off these old, ugly clothes and to put on something new reflecting you. Today, Jesus, we just say yes to you, believing that that's all it takes. It's just a yes to Jesus, an invitation for you to come into our lives, to come into our ugly circumstances, to transform them. To make them new as you make us new as well. Thank you for Christmas. and Thank you for what Jesus means. And I pray it all in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Compass. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions about Compass or this message, contact us at our website, www.compassbn.com.